It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are cracking the mic at 6.03 on Tuesday night, and it's a special night because in my firm, my law office tonight, um, I have a book signing by the one, the only, the great John Katsimatidis. Yes, Uh, you know, my partner in several fronts, David Schwartz, is very close with John, and uh, John has this great book out, which basically an autobiography kind of veiled as a business book. But if you think about John Catamatini's life, his life is a business book. And uh, I could tell you my dad read it, and he thought highly of it. Um, so I do have help, though, today. I have Matt Sambolino. Hello there, Mr. Sambolino. Hello, Mr. Idala. How are you? I'm good. And Sambolino, you know, there are days when Joan is Joan, and there's days when Joan is... Um, <laughs> With Joan. What's today? Holy cow. So, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. And the producer of this show is a woman named Joan Pelzer. Joan's been in my life since 2016. And um, she's been, she's very spectacular on a lot of levels. But there are certain days when there's a lot going on. So, today I, I had to do another interview here on the radio, but that it was a, a pre recorded one. A very special one that they'll know about um, next We have week. the Katsuma um book signing going on. We have clients coming in and out. And. <laughs> Sam Lee, I'll just sum it up like this. A couple of minutes ago, I asked one of the interns. I said, Angela, I need you to do me a favor. He goes, sure. He's thinking I'm going to ask him to like print something out or photocopy something. I go, I need you to get a glass of red wine for Joan. <laughs> some, someone's got to chill her out. She's like, I can't. It's dry January. I'm not it's dry January. She's running around here like a chicken. Without it. I heard Dave Schwartz yelling at her before. How you doing, Joan? I am doing much better You're now that calm we're sitting down. and relaxing. It was. You know, you were about, oh, stop it. You were today. stacking up rental chairs. Relax. All right, all right. Relax. We were we uh, were doing a lot today. We the great John Esposito in. is here. Uh, my friend Joyce is here. Everyone's excited because uh, many people driving in yesterday today from different parts of uh, the suburbs into the city got to see a bunch of digital billboards out there that says, welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970. The answer every night from 6 to 7 p.m. So, yeah, we're let's we're out there. We're letting people know that we're here. More and more people know that we're here. There we go. I want to tell you, so we have a short show today. Sam Bellino, tell them why we have a short show. Syracuse basketball at 630. All right. So we only have this segment and next. We're going to do some news and um, give you some updates. I'm going to have a little quick segment with uh, Tom for Times Square Tuesday. But I want to tell you about a breakfast I went to today. Uh, My friend Brendan McGuire who was the uh, mayor's uh, chief of, he's basically his chief lawyer, figure what exactly his title was. He hosted this breakfast, and it really had some of the titans of New York City business there. Dan Doctoroff was there, who was 
basically uh, Michael Bloomberg's right hand man. He went left City Hall and then he went to Bloomberg LLP. Um, the, Jeff Blau was there from uh, the related companies, which I think is like the number one real estate uh, company in the United States of America, definitely in New York. Um, there was some, oh, the head of Google was there. Well, not the head, but the I guess the city interaction person um, with Google was there. Uh, there was one person there from the mayor's office. I believe she was the chair of economic development. And the last person was um, one of the heads of Blackstone, which is a huge financial firm. And it was really very, very interesting listening to them talking about the state of business affairs in New York. And one of them was um, talking about how the the primary system is broken. And because the primary system is broken, we're getting politicians who aren't really concerned about business at all. And businesses are leaving. And one of the shocking things and upsetting things that the related companies person said, and that's the real estate businessman said, is that in his 35 years of being in the industry, 2023 was the first year that he was not involved in a project of a new building in the city of New York. He was involved in three new buildings in New Jersey. And that has to do with a piece of legislation called 421A that I, I, I don't know the details, they were explaining it, but it takes away certain benefits from um, builders that would encourage them to put up new buildings. And they were talking about how how it's just the system is broken and how much control the unions have. You know, the unions are organized and they can give money. The businessmen are not organized. And if you're a business that does business with the city of New York, you can't give money, at least to the local city council people. And we got into a little bit. They, they spoke a little bit about, you know, bail reform, just a little bit, because they all agree. The number one ingredient in bringing the city back to where it needs to be is making sure it's safe and crime. And, you know, they, the businessmen were rolling up their sleeves. I mean, they said they're still investing in business. One of the questions I asked afterwards was, you know, what are they going to do with these commercial buildings that are some of them are empty? And, you know, can they be converted into residential and they said, you know, well, they some of them can and some of them can't. But they said a lot of them have just outlived their usefulness and should just be torn down and put up new buildings. The thing is, is with these new laws that the new assembly passed, there's no real incentive for these builders to new, new build new buildings. And I will tell you, the panel in general was very complimentary of Governor Andrew Cuomo. Um, and what they where they said really the train went off the tracks was when the legislature went from being a Republican Senate and a Democratic Assembly to the Republicans losing the Senate. And it was straight up Democrat. You didn't have a balance of power. And Andrew Cuomo basically didn't have the, the power anymore and the juice that he used to have when he could compromise with Republicans and Democrats. And they basically were talking about changes that need to be made to keep businesses alive and well. Yes, Joe. And was it Maria Torres Springer? She is the Deputy Mayor for Economic and Workforce Development. She would have probably been the one to attend today. Uh, it was It was very good. It was very, um, it was rah-rah New York in a very 
grounded way with um, realistic expectations and goals. So I want to thank my friend Brendan McGuire, who uh, invited me there. And it was a, a room full of hitters in New York. Frank Caron was there and the Stu, Stu Loser was there and, and uh, just like a lot of who's who and people who make New York great. Speaking of people who make New York great, we're going to come back with my friend Tom Harris. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about this case. And I can talk about it with Tom as well. This NYPD sergeant who has been charged with manslaughter because as a suspect was fleeing, who had just been involved with a drug deal on a moped, the sergeant threw a cooler like where you keep drinks at him. He crashed the moped and he died. So we'll talk about it when we come back. Don't go away. It's Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Hi, Sam Bellino here from the Arthur Idala Power Hour. AM 970 The Answer is hosting an event on Thursday to introduce you to the opportunities of working in broadcasting. The event takes place this Thursday at our offices and studios on Broadway in Manhattan. It's free to attend, but you must call ahead to be put on the guest list. 212-857-9631. That's 212-857-9631. And ask for the business office. See you Thursday on Broadway. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here to talk to you about Bay Ridge Honda, run by the fantastic Sabah family. The Sabah family that I have known since my dad walked in there in 1980 and bought a Honda Accord for my grandfather. My sister's gotten cars there. My brother-in-law has gotten cars there. And you know why? Because the Sabah family makes you feel like you're part of their family. Bay Ridge Honda has New Year's deals. You know, we all make New Year's resolutions. Quit smoking, get more sleep, drink less. How about a New Year's resolution of a new car? At Bay Ridge Honda, they have brand new 2024 Hondas under MSRP, and they're offering lease loyalty bonuses. Finance rates are available. No payments until March of 2024. Best prices around. They will offer you top dollar for your trade-in. So visit the Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at Bay BayRidgeHonda.com. 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York are online at BayRidgeHonda.com. There's nothing worse than hearing about people living in pain. So I'd like to tell you about Keith from Washington and his Relief Factor story. After years of activity from college football to running a martial arts studio, at age 51, Keith's body felt like it was wearing out. So he gave Relief Factor a try. Keith says he now has, quote, little to no pain in my knees and highly reduced neck pain. Feeling so much better, he pursued a second-degree black belt. I can testify to everything except the black belt part, how much it has helped me, Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. To get started, try the Relief Factor 3-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number 4, RELIEF. 
Remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. When we're feeling good, we think everything is okay, and we don't need a power of attorney, or we think we don't need a health care proxy. We think, ah, we'll worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or health care proxy. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a health care proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know this stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Shattered. A little shattered should do be. Shattered. Love and hope and sexy dreams are still surviving on the streets. Look at me. Where are the rats? Where are the rats? You know, you know I can't turn this off, right? I mean, come on, what are you doing to me, Sam? But you don't. All right, that's the Rolling Stones at six fifteen here on a special Tuesday night. We have John Katsimatidis about to come into our office. We have about fifty people here listening, about to hear him uh, do some. Um, reading of his book and telling us a little bit about his life. That's exciting. Last night after the show, before we get to Tom Harris, I went to Fresco by Scotto, and that is the very famous restaurant on 52nd Street and Madison Avenue, owned by Rosanna Scotto and her family. Her brother John is a, a friend for a very long time. Um, and it was a happening. It was a real New York happening. Um, I hung out with Al Roker, who was totally cool. Um, Jim Dolan, from the owner of the Madison Square Garden, who threw us out of um, Radio City Music Hall because we're suing Madison Square Garden. That was an interesting conversation, but remained cordial. Uh, all the people from Fox 5, obviously Rosanna and Mike Woods and uh, uh, the people behind the scenes, uh, the, uh, Lamar, who's the executive producer over there. Um, it was great, but the person who I spent the most time with and had so much fun with, and she was great, I mean, I probably hung out with her for 20 minutes, was Katie Couric. Uh, the great Katie Couric, who looked great. She was spunky and fun, and we had some great conversations. We talked a lot about the Friars Club, and she was just um, a pleasure to be with. It was just a great, great night. Uh, well, night. I was there for an hour and a half, and then I came back to the office, stayed here until 12, almost 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was up at 6 to go to this 8 o'clock breakfast. So here we have, it's Tuesday, we have Tom Harris on. And I don't know, sometimes he gets mad at me when I stray from the topic of Times Square. But anyone who knows anything about the NYPD knows that Tom was a very well-regarded, very well-respected inspector in the NYPD after serving many years there, decades there. So Tom Harris, today an undercover police sergeant, was charged with second-degree manslaughter um, because the uh, perpetrator at the time who they were pursuing in a drug deal was riding off on a scooter and this police officer threw like one of those big white coolers that you would like take to the beach, hit the guy, the guy crashed his motorcycle and or his scooter, I should say, 
and it, it, he died. Those charges were brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. As someone who has been in the position, uh, former inspector of the NYPD, Tom Harris, of making those split-second decisions and trying to seize somebody and, and stop a crime from taking place, what what are your thoughts uh, about that? Char- those charges? You know, I, I feel um, I feel for the sergeant. I feel for the sergeant and his family. But we also have to realize that a life was lost, and and uh, and and it should be investigated. And it sounds like it was investigated. Just because he's charged does not mean that he is guilty. So we all have to remember that he is innocent until proven guilty. And just because there is probable cause to proceed, um, he will have his day in court. But these are split second decisions that police officers make day in and day out. And we really need to support our, our, our police when they make these decisions. So, so it's sort of mixed, a lot of mixed emotions with this. There, for the grace of God, go a lot of other police officers who are out there that make these split-second decisions day in and day out. And a lot of times they're, they're right, um, and sometimes they go wrong and, and this is one of those incidents where where someone was fleeing the police and, and adrenaline and emotions seem to have gotten the better of, of the sergeant. So, so I, I wish. Yeah. No, Tom, just just to be clear, uh, so the audience understands he was charged with manslaughter in the second degree, not manslaughter in the first degree. And there was a huge difference. Just so you understand the sentencing on manslaughter in the first degree, if he went to trial uh, and and was found guilty or if he pled to manslaughter in the second the first degree, there is a mandatory jail of five years. You got to do at least five years and any number right. up until 25 years. He was not charged with that. He was charged with manslaughter in the second degree, where the maximum is five to fifteen. Which, as you know, Tom, it means you got to do at least five years, and you before that you go in front of the parole board, and they can release you at the five-year mark. If you miss that, then the seven-year mark. If you miss that, then the nine-year mark, and you keep going. But typically, it right. would be. I, I don't uh, want to jump ahead, Arthur. He still hasn't been found guilty. No, I know. I but but my my point is so, my right. point is Tom. They did not charge him with the highest crime. They charged him Correct. with something lower than the highest crime. They also charged him with criminally negligent homicide. Both of the charges he's facing, even if he got convicted or pled guilty, he could get probation. So there is a non-jail disposition in the cards for this sergeant if it, it played out that way. You with me? And, and that's what's so complicated about police work. How many people go to work, make a mistake, and end up in jail? Uh, so, so that's and and, and look, a, a life was lost. I don't want to minimize that, um, but uh, these are split-second decisions made to prevent. You know, uh, he was fleeing. The the person was fleeing. So we have to look at the totality of of, of the evidence, and that's why it should be heard in a courtroom, not on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Tom. All right. About Times Square. Okay. Well, I know, but Tom, you got to understand something. I and I'm being very sincere. 
Uh, anytime your name comes up, anyone time people tell me they listen to the show, so many people know you from your days in the police department because you did your job so well and you served this city so admirably in that capacity. So if I have you as the ability, you know, Jones like put him on, put him on. I go, okay, I'm going to put him on, but I'm not just going to talk to him about restaurants and Broadway shows. This guy spent right. twenty seven. How many? How many years were you in the NYPD? Uh, a little over twenty three. Okay. Well, thank you. There are not too many people that I get to talk to who have the, the breadth of experience that you do. So now let's talk about how long have you been uh, in the, uh, associated with the Times Square Alliance? 16 years. I've been there 16 years, three years as president. And, you know, we have a lot of great things going on in Times Square uh, during the month of February. February is love in Times Square on the Valentine's Day. We're going to have a great public art uh, ice sculpture in Times Square for the month. On Valentine's Day, we're going to have some surprise proposals. We're going to have some surprise weddings. And then at 6 o'clock at night, we're going to do a vow renewal um, ceremony. So you and Marianne are welcome to come back and renew your vows. Come to Times Square. Come to the room. Hold on a second, Joan. Where am I going to be on Valentine's Day? Thank you. I'm going to be up in Albany arguing the Harvey Weinstein case of all cases on Valentine's Day. Um, wow. Okay. But, so, uh, Tom, let me ask you this question. How are I, you know, today, this morning I was at, oh, by the way, speaking of Tom Harrison Times Square, last night at, uh, at this Scottos thing, I saw, um, Steve Quozo from the New York Post, and he came right over. He goes, oh, I remember we were freezing our butts off together in Times Square doing your radio show. It um, wasn't that cold. I know, but it was a little chilly. I, you're right. It wasn't like it was like five days ago. How, you know, I'm gonna, let's be honest. I, for Christmas, I bought my wife three sets of tickets. Um, How to Dance in Ohio, um, Six, and Harmony. And in the last week, I've gotten two emails saying How to Dance in Ohio's closing and Harmony's closing, and I'm getting my tickets refunded. Um, how's Broadway doing otherwise, Tom Harris? So I, I think Broadway has a lot of shows coming up this season. Uh, so, so while they've had some shows, they've had some openings and closings. There are a lot of openings planned. Cabaret is coming, Sunset Boulevard. I would tell you, go see How to Dance in Ohio before it closes. If you have any time left, that just, my wife and I left that theater feeling good. It made us laugh. It made us cry. It, every emotion. I think it's, I think it's open until there. February 11th, if I'm not mistaken. So I have a little time to squeeze it in. Tom Harris, how's crime doing in Times Square? That's what everybody wants to talk about. So the, the Times Square is safe. The crime is at the lowest levels. We just looked at the 2023 numbers for an upcoming board meeting. Uh, they, the only time they were lower in our recorded history was during the pandemic when no one was here. And we certainly want people here. We have over 300,000 people a day. And Captain Pajoli from the Times Square unit does an excellent job. A lot of support from the mayor, a lot of support from the police department. And uh, we really just have to wait for, unfortunately, we need the perception to catch up to the reality and we're looking to, to do some initiatives to, to show people why they are safe in Times Square. Well, that was something. State. It's so funny you said that, Tom Harris. I said that, that meeting I was at this morning and with these leaders of the city, they said exactly what you talked about, perception and reality and catching up. And listen, folks, those of you who are avid Idola Power Hour listeners, even on an abbreviated show on a Tuesday, 
We still got Tom Harris on to tell us about how great life is here in New York City. So uh, it's January the 23rd. It's 625 p.m. Let's let's go Syracuse. They're going to play some basketball. I'm going to go inside and hang out with our friend John Katsimatidis. And we will be back tomorrow live and local on the Idala Power Hour. Have a good night, everyone. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier, to serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We are always ready. We are always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback ReadyMix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island, providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback ReadyMix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring Fully insured in New York and New Jersey and will produce your concrete with the perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance for your project. Take it from Arthur Idala. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service second to none. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649 or go online to Diamondback ReadyMix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is a DeFazio Industries company. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bert. Tuna and Cammon at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. It's a new year and time for new resolutions. I'm sure you've already made yours. Going to the gym, spending more time with family, you know how it goes. But is there someone in your life that should really make a resolution for an upgrade to a new career? Why not tell them about court reporting? It's a career with tremendous opportunity and flexibility. They can work in courts. They can work in schools. They can even work from home. They work as much or as little as they want, and their earning potential is fantastic. The National Court Reporters Association says there are 
5,000 openings for court reporters and not enough reporters to fill them. The NCRA is offering this free program called A to Z, where participants are introduced to stenography and court reporting, and sessions are being hosted right here in New York City. Plaza College in Forest Hills, Queens, is the only school in the city with a court reporting program. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.